0: a snake. That's what Mario Zerilli had called me. And now, just an hour later, something was slithering across my cracked kitchen linoleum. It was three feet long with lemon racing stripes twisting the length of its brown body. I watched it slide past the wheezing fridge and veer toward the kitchen table, where my bare feet rested on the floor. It raised its head and froze, its forked tongue flickering. It had caught my scent. I pushed back from the table, got down on my knees, and studied it. A pretty thing. I flashed out my right hand and pinched it just behind its head. It writhed, its body a bullwhip. I was startled by its strength. I carried the snake into the bedroom, opened my footlocker, and used my left hand to empty it, tossing a half-dozen New England Patriots and Boston Bruins sweatshirts and a spare blanket onto the bed. Beneath the blanket was a Colt 45 that once belonged to my grandfather. I tossed that on the bed, too. Then I dropped the snake inside, slammed the lid, and started thinking about names. Stop it, I told myself. The garter snake was probably an escaped pet, the property of someone else in the tenement building. How else could it have found its way into my second-floor apartment? When I had the time, I'd ask around, but if no one claimed it... I'd be heading to the pet store for a suitable cage. I could hear the snake blindly exploring inside the footlocker, its scales rasping as they slid against the wood. I couldn't help myself. I started thinking about names again. Mario leaped to mind, but no, I couldn't call it that. I liked garter snakes. If Mario had sneaked it in, it would have been a copperhead or a timber rattler. The trouble with Mario started a week ago when his great-uncle Dominic Woosh Zarilli and I got together over Boilermakers at Hopes, the local press hangout, to talk about the future. I was a newspaper reporter, so I didn't have one. Woosh was contemplating retirement. The wife's still nagging me about it,' he said. "'Wants me to sell the house, turn my business over to Mario, "'and move to Florida.' "'So why don't you?' "'I'm thinking on it. And? And what? And what are you thinking? I'm thinking I'm sick to death of fucking snow. I'm thinking the warm weather might be good for my arthritis. I'm thinking that if I move down there, I won't have to listen to Maggie talk about moving down there every fucking night. But? But she's got her heart set on one of them retirement villages in Vero Beach of Boca Raton. Keep shoving brochures in my face. Look at this, honey, she tells me. They got maid service, swimming pools, croquet, a golf course, horseshoes, craft rooms, shuffleboard, and have you ever seen so many flowers? He made a face, the same one I once saw him make when he absentmindedly stuck the coal end of a lucky strike in his mouth. Sounds nice, I said. Oh, yeah? Then you move down there with her. What's wrong with it? You shitting me? craft rooms, croquet, and I hate fucking shuffleboard. No way I'm wasting whatever years I got left listening to a bunch of wheezers with bum tickers and colostomy bags pass gas and brag about the grandkids that never visit while they wait for the reaper to show up. Jesus Christ, Mulligan, have you ever seen them fucking places? They're full of old people. Whoosh was a few months short of 80.